So, many people uh, come to the carnivore diet or meat-based keto diet or animal-based diet or whatever you want to call it. They come to it because in a very real sense, like traditional medicine has maybe failed them in some way, shape or form. So they have sought out um, alternative methods of healing their gut, their mind, their body, their soul through the power of removing most plants counterintuitively and only eating meat. And I mean, you know, some good examples would be Michaela Peterson, who's Jordan Peterson's uh, daughter, and she's coined the term the lion diet. And there's so many people out there now that have sort of have their own variation of the diet but the the basic premise is is that you know plants are in my opinion crazy intelligent creatures and you know adverse to popular opinion they don't want to be eaten plants do not want to be eaten so therefore they have developed over millions and billions of years they've they've developed these defense mechanisms to prevent predators like you, me, and even, you know, your neighborhood cat, Ivan, from eating the living shit out of them and eating them to the point where they can't reproduce. Because, I mean, one of the main functions of any organism is the idea of reproduction. So, you know, carrying on your genes through the species, it's it's inherent in us. And plants do the same, but... The only difference is, is that instead of uh, them having like teeth and horns and legs to run away, fight and defend themselves from in a physical nature, plants are very, very intelligent. They use chemical warfare. They use, they use toxins like oxalates and tannins and phytates, all of these toxins you find in like nightshades and various crucifix vegetables that basically interfere with the hormones inside the the species the inside the animal that has eaten it and humans are one such animal you know it might not kill you although there are many many plants that can kill you it might not kill you but it'll certainly interfere with your hormones in interesting ways by like if you're a woman mimic, uh, mimicking estrogen soy is a great example of this soy is known to mimic estrogen in women. So it therefore interferes with your hormones and can make life very difficult for you. But I don't wanna spend too much time on the benefits of a carnivore diet. Um, Clearly, I'm very passionate about it in the facilitating the healing process of any human, no matter what you're going through, it's always good to have a foundation of healing that starts with meat, and starts with getting back into your primal mode of living so that you give your body a, a chance to heal in the best way possible. Um, I have been on top of a meat-based diet, which I've really enjoyed for helping me heal um, many things in my life. Um, and if you haven't, go listen to my conversation, which I had last week with Judy Cho, uh, which was 
by far one of the best conversations I've ever had in my podcast. And we spoke about the role of addiction and food addiction and organs and fruits on a meat-based diet. So much. Her backstory from being an anorexic, depressed um, person to finding this meat-based diet and now really just truly living it and, and researching on it and writing about it and changing her opinion and finding you know truly what works for the most amount of people. And what I love about Judy is she's made it so practical for so many people. But on top of this meat-based diet that um, I've adopted and it is, it is literally a part of my life now where it's part of my identity now and um, you know, it's very, it's it's a very rare occasions that I'll go off it. Um, I'm not, I'm not inflexible. I'm not rigid. Um, I do enjoy myself every now and again, but I just feel so damn good on it, and it, it it's just something that is just stuck with me now. So it's just part of my life. But another thing that I've adopted over the past uh, four months or so has been really taking on the the breathing side of things. So. Specifically, you know, Wim Hof, he's a, a Dutch, a crazy Dutch dude that uh, lives not too far away from here in Amsterdam. I'm not too sure exactly where, but he lives somewhere close by. And uh, he, I heard of Wim Hof, I mean, like anybody, quite a while ago, like, you know, maybe four or five years ago. And I was doing some cold showers on and off back then, and I really kind of I really felt good after them but I often think that life um, gives you these challenges and it's only when you're really challenged that you really see the benefit of something so I was doing cold showers you know a couple of years ago but because I wasn't really sick or you know to the point where I really had to do it for a like a purpose so to speak, not a, not a preventative measure. I didn't really appreciate it until now. And um, I'm not sick now, but I mean, I was a few years ago, just before COVID. And, you know, I would have given anything to feel as normal as I feel now. And I think that's the, that's the strange thing that happens. But, you know, Wim Hof is well known for a couple of things. One of them being a cold exposure, another one being breathing. So he has these guarded breathing meditations where he guides you through them on youtube they're free um i will link it in the show notes this has fundamentally changed my relationship to my body and the breath inside me and the stress that i experience it it has it has been without a doubt amazing it has to me it it is felt more psychedelic than anything and this is coming from somebody who's done a few psychedelic ceremonies um guided ceremonies lots many of them have been unguided (laughs) at uh at uh, trans parties in cape town or various places around the world but i've done a few guided ceremonies to appreciate them the 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 benefits the medicinal benefits of these sacred substances without using them in a party setting and and it sure as hell did that for me and i've got a level of respect for them that you can't get if you do these things in a in a party setting but the reason why i'm bringing up so many things like meat-based diets 
psychedelics, breathing, all of these things is because I, I fundamentally believe that, you know, the union of all of these things is what makes the most amount of healing possible. You know, we're not, we're not one dimensional. You can't just focus on diet alone or, you know, mindfulness alone or just exercising. You've got to, you've got to have a union of these three modalities of healing and that's what makes all the difference. So this idea of breathing being psychedelic has captivated me because I have the experience of having a psychedelic experience, but now I know that breathing and like holotropic breathing, which Stanislav uh, Grof has pioneered back in the day when you know he couldn't work on on uh, basically the, the the substances that he wanted to wanted to um and i almost believe that doing breathing exercises is or should be the pre the precursor to if you wanted to do like some sort of psychedelic experience doing it beforehand is a great way of like priming your body and getting you like used to the feeling of let me just say at first being out of control it feels like you are it kind of feels like you are dying and i'm not saying this in a morbid way but that's like any great experience you've had you have an outer body experience especially on a psychedelic you you are thrust into the unknown and it's hard to describe and articulate but when you do something like this Wim half breathing method it's exactly the same for me you are sitting there and you're breathing intensely holding your breath um, a lot of your carbon dioxide is getting released and your body goes into a sort of sh- a state of shock, but it's a forced state of shock. And what this does is it prepares you for the stresses of your day. So when things do get hectic and things do get crazy and you know everything is just happening, if you have the sort of preparation of breathing deliberately and putting your body into that state of when you go through the motions of breathing properly and holding your breath you are prepared for it and it's quite weird i mean i would say if there's a resource that you can go read that's articulated and explained this well and it's actually the resource that got me thinking more about the breath again because i was very i was very reluctant i was so reluctant when i was quite sick a few years back that breathing could be something that could change the way my body was functioning and things i was so so reluctant and that resistance uh was just absolutely shattered when i started doing these breathing exercises on a consistent basis and and I actually saw these results but the person that I was going to speak about was James Nestor he wrote a book called Breathe it's brilliant it's uh, well researched it's insightful but he mentions you know Wim Hof in there Um, there's so many things you could do Uh, but I've seen tangible benefits from breathing well and doing these breathing exercises I, I wear an aura ring it's a it's like a it's a sleep tracker that just looks like a ring you put on your finger. It's uh, supposedly quite accurate. I don't know how accurate, but my heart rate variability has increased, no doubt. My sleep has gotten better. 
And I believe in conjunction with the meat-based diet, this has all been because of the breathing and the cold showers that I've been doing. It 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 is just added another uh, tool in the toolkit. You know, I'm getting very Tim Ferriss like here, but it, it it's it's been a tool that I've implemented and I've seen tangible progress, and it has been it has been amazing. You know, back to this being this experience of being psychedelic or primal. It's like Wim Hof describes it as when you're in the cold, you you sort of activate this reptilian primal system in you and it makes you it literally it it literally hardens your skin it literally makes you feel more resilient and more capable to take on the day and often the way through your problems or the way through adversity is through the body it's 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 going to the body first getting back into your animal flesh first and starting there. So that's what I love about this practice is that there is absolutely no thinking involved. It is a doing process of breathing, a guided breathing process. I'm specifically talking about Wim Hof's method. Yeah, I know there are thousands of teachers out there that teach it, but I think he is he has mastered his craft and there's something oddly satisfying about hearing his Dutch accents when you are doing this it feels like you are literally getting getting spoken to by an ancestor it literally feels like you are having a shamanic experience each time you fucking do this breathing technique which is amazing it's amazing because it's a safer way of becoming a more resilient person than like let's just say doing something like a psychedelic experience doing something that is that is by definition not very safe you know you just don't know where you're gonna go or something like microdosing which is very popular today i mean you don't know the effects that it's going to have and i'm not saying that it hasn't worked and believe me there's so many different things that that we can try but there's sometimes a process that one needs to go through to appreciate the whole path of the of of healing and how you need to get from a to from point a to point b and sometimes there's things that you can do before you jump into the so-called unknown and do something you know radical like like a ceremony and it could just be as simple as breathing properly and that could make all the difference you know it really could make all the difference as to how you feel and how you behave and how you act and the beauty is is that when you combine it with a meat-based diet, you're accessing the full range of what it means to be, you know, human. Um, of course, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert, I'm not um, a nutritionist. I'm just somebody who's uh, very interested in the different domains of healing and how it facilitates us as, as humans. And I sometimes think the more credentials somebody has, the more you need to ask the, the certain questions as to how much of it has been infected by the academic world because there are things that you can do that are non-academic and I think breathing properly is one of those things. Um, so again, there's so much to unpack and um, I'll leave you what I've what I've been doing recently as well uh, in conjunction with all of this 
is mouth taping. So taping my mouth shut at night with a with a sliver of uh, micro pore surgical tape. I think the brand that I use specifically is 3M. And that's that is helped too because uh, if you read the book James, by James Nestor, Breathe, he speaks about the importance of nasal breathing. So this idea that breathing through your nose is is was the the first thing we did before we fucked our mouths up and got weak in our jaws and we started breathing through our mouths. So nasal breathing is very important in the whole path to healing. But I feel like this breathing has helped me with my stress and therefore helped me with like things like, you know, one of the one of the most common complaints on like a meat-based diet is that um, your digestion, it, it, it sometimes, you sometimes get the feeling of being like overly full. And that's that's probably a bit of indigestion indigestion in the beginning. And if you listen to people like Judy and things like that, Judy Cho and a lot of the people in the carnivore community, you can take things like pepsin and all these um, different stomach, like as a temporary measure, these, um, these pills that basically help your stomach like acidize and digest your food you can do that, but I've, I've actually found the breathing to help in that regard. And that's just something totally like, it's totally normal and endogenous. And it makes sense because when you're less stressed, your body produces more stomach acid and it that's the stomach acid that's gonna help you digest your food properly. So I've definitely felt this to be like an endogenous form of like something taking something like a like a hydrochloric acid pill to help you digest your food properly because again when people start this diet or start a meat-based diet they sometimes struggle with the amount of calories that you need to consume and therefore you get a you get a bit of indigestion in the beginning it can be pretty uncomfortable but that that that's just the sign that your body often needs it even more is because your body has not been used to digesting that amount of fat and protein for a long time because you've been eating like a standard American diet full of carbs and things and your body basically what I'm saying is your body hasn't had to work to get its nutrients and when you eat a nutrient-dense diet full of lots of animal fats and protein your body in a real sense has to work you know meat meat sweats is a real thing your body works to get what it needs so I found that very, very fascinating. Um, just an, another piece to the puzzle, I guess. But I've really enjoyed catching up with you today and I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Um, if you could like, subscribe and comment, that guys does go a long way. I nearly, nearly messed that last piece up. Maybe I should have another sip of coffee. But yeah, it does go a long way to help people find my work and I appreciate you and your support and if you have any questions or things that you'd like me to bring up, please uh, shoot me an email, hello at joshnaman.com and uh, I love connecting with you guys. So yeah, have a good one and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers for now.